welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I am your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me, as always, is Sarah Lee Steiner as... Guts Road. I, I didn't have a witty line prepped. <laughs> that tracks. Why start now? <laughs> <laughs> the cough is a nice touch, though. Very good. There, that was a real cough, not a fake smoker's cough for once. Dave Callens as... Kevin, noble tabaxi paladin who has been charged with starting a new order. Something along the lines of a joy division. Ah, nice. <laughs> Did you have that in your back pocket? <laughs> been sitting on that for three he, weeks, he, buddy. I believe he always shows up loaded. <laughs> Dave, Dave will tear us apart again. <laughs> Clint Beiger as... Art of the Carrion, and I've got some soul searching to do. <laughs> And filling the shoes of Lothario Della Polga, we have returning to the show, Mr. Bijan Mustafavi. Say hi, Bijan. Hey, everyone. I will be pulling an Aunt Viv for Sal and uh, filling in for him for a little while. So if the character sounds a little different, it's because he is and he just realized he has a slight accent for a few episodes. <laughs> I'm a foreigner, no? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> Lothario de la Pulga. <laughs> oh, man. Where did my pants go? <laughs> my pants just flew right off. Mine did too. <laughs> Can we do uh, an investigation check for her pants? <laughs> my, they are gone, you guys. Woo. <laughs> Gertrude just got the vapors somewhere in the bag. Like, oh, wow. Just became warm in here. Well, I have that effect on the on the elderly. <laughs> Got that lap going? Ben Shapiro is very offended about what's happening in Gertrude's <laughs> pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> and with us again for our uh, and with us again for doing some incredible NPC work is Jesse Egan. Thanks. Uh, we'll see how incredible it is. You may have oversold it there. Okay. You have a great track record. I think you're allowed to shit the bed once. Like you've <laughs> you've knocked it out of the park every time. You're allowed to strike out. Okay. Today's the day. <laughs> so go ahead and stop listening, fans. Turn it off now. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here for this one. <laughs> Can we still refer to you as Aunt Viv? That's what I would like to do. <laughs> Please do. I hope our fans get that deep Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reference. Mm-hmm. Season two, I believe. <laughs> Last time on Awful Neutral, Gertrude, Lothario, Kevin, and Tifi were still trapped in the Feywild. After saying farewell to King Oberon, the party set out to see the Oracle of Tampa Bayopolis. On the journey, Kevin met the God of Cats, Smilevester, and was given a task, while Gertrude ran into her old flame, Cletus Wiener Oscar Meyer, who planned on getting married in a beautiful ceremony to eight men but needed to finalize his divorce to Gertrude before things could proceed. Meanwhile, the rest of the party met Edward Johns, the Oracle of Tampa Bayopolis. While they didn't believe him at first, he soon won them over with his amazing powers. So we open up with Gertrude and the Tabaxi King, 
inside the local dive bar where they spent their honeymoon those many years ago after meeting at the Alabaster Snake Concert. A quaint little tavern called the Devil's Taint. (laughs) (laughs) There the two ex-lovers can be found reminiscing. A burly Aladrin bartender wearing a bandana around his head and wearing a biker cut says, Hey, can I get you two anything? I want the uh, the fishbowl with 17 shots of vodka and three of tequila mixed in with some Drano and a little bit of Gatorade. Yeah. All right, Gertrude special. Huh. Holy shit, is that Gertrude? I've been here hey, forever. What's up? How you doing, Lonnie? <laughs> yeah, you remembered my name. Ah, I'd never forget a bartender's name. Oh, you know how those uh, those cheesy bars have like a bunch of bras hanging from the ceiling? Mm-hmm. This bar, they're all Gertrudes. They're all mine, including the one that burned my tit. I love it here. All I can say is it's really nice to be in a place that understands royalty and the culture that comes with it. It feels good to be recognized. It's always been a classy joint. The bartender spits in a glass as you're saying that and cleans it. All right, two fish bowls coming up. Actually, uh, just one, and I'd like to order a straw. Oh, but get him one of those fun ones that curls around his eyes and then around his face. Yeah, that's a two-person fishbowl. I just throw my straw right in there. All right, fishbowl for two. <laughs> this is like a modern-day Lady and the Tramp thing happening in my bar. I'm a, I'm a, I love romance. Yeah, actually, if, while you're at it, can you throw some spaghetti in there? <laughs> oh, I would love a good meatball floating on top. Oh, God. Yeah, good thing you showed up on bar spaghetti night. Yeah, I'll get you a thing of spaghetti. Yeah, no problem. Damn. Oh, is it two bucks a plate, right? That's my favorite night. This place is romantic as hell. God, do you remember the good times we used to have here? Oh. What was that? A whole 72 hours of bliss. That was something. We really did uh, wash down some good fish bowls that night, didn't we? I just, I can't even look at a meatball without thinking about you. Hmm. I don't know how to take that. I'll tell you what, Gertie. I don't want to mince words. That's exactly how you think you should take it. I, I'll tell you this. Now, it is wonderful to see you again, Gertie, because you know you're my true addiction. But I got to be free of you. All right? Now, you, you ran off with my shower sodium, and you prevented me from getting married to my eight true loves. Was it eight or nine? Hey. It was eight. It was eight. Eight hey. true loves. I've been proposed to in an octuplet kind of situation. They never make a decision without some alcohol in my head, so we're not going to talk heavy talks until we down this fishbowl. Yeah, all right, that's a deal, but let me ask you this. Do you have any more of my shower sodium? <laughs> I'm not going to say yes, but I'm not going to say no. I'll take that as a yes. I don't remember. Dude, do you guys remember the Breakfast Club when Ali She like scrubbed her hair to make sn- lice fall like snow on the Oh yeah, totally. Uh-huh. I'm picturing Gertrude doing that, like shaking some crystals out of her hair. <laughs> out of my hair, just like scratching my arm and like psoriasis. Just like, <laughs> lift your arm up. <laughs> Gertie, you've been holding out on me. You got, you got shower sodium coming out your scalp. And then I, ch- I try to sniff no, it. No, that's a medical condition. I sniff a line of it and realize, dang it, that's just dandruff, gosh. Gertie, you're more disgusting than I remember. I have an appointment with a professional next week. I'm sorry. But it is dandruff from Gertrude, so there's high likelihood that it will still get you high. Yeah, there's some kind of chemical component to it. Yeah, yeah you're still going to get a little bit of a meth high. I still do feel somewhat of a high. I'll tell you what, Gertie. Are you going to do the rest of that dandruff? <laughs> hey, you know what? We should bag this, and we should sell it. 
You can, can you really get a whole bag out of your scalp? That's really a... I mean, maybe not like at one sitting, but give me a day or two. Good Lord. I feel like that's a, a medical condition you should really seek help for. And you're talking to a man with a two-colored mullet. <laughs> I mean, I'm aware I need help, but at the same time, I also have to pay bills. So what have you been up to uh, all these years that we've been apart, Gertie? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I heard you murdered someone. <laughs> what? No. You murdered uh, your na- your husband uh, that you okay, shouldn't have even okay. been married to because it should be annulled since you wasn't allowed to because you're still married to yours truly. Cletus Wiener, Oscar Meyer. Murder's such a heavy word, you know? Like, uh, what about I just witnessed an accidental death? <laughs> I, I heard you put peanut butter in <laughs> trucker's food and he was deathly allergic. Now, yes, there was peanut butter. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I, I'm kind of proud of you, because that bitch Gertie Askins, I've been trying. Yeah, i got to be honest with you. I have plotted your death quite a few times, Gertie. And, uh, My death? Your death, but I, I do appreciate You want me dead? Nobody takes shower sodium from me. Okay? <laughs> you would kill your own wife over some stolen sodium? Not if you give me that divorce. Okay, now listen. The divorce court is right next door. So after this fishbowl, I say, come on now and sign these dang papers for yours truly. I don't know why I pronounced it like that. <laughs> what if what if we make a deal? Huh? How about how about a little uh uh what's that word they always use in government when someone gets something because they did something? <coughs> bribes. Yeah. Blackmail? A bribe, like a no. No, god damn, my brain today. You trying to think of quid pro quo? Quid pro quo, yes, that one. Oh! How about, how about a squid pro quo here? And we, uh, you know, you get your divorce, and uh, maybe you help me with an alibi so uh, I don't have to go to jail for murder. Oh, now we're talking. It's a, I like a good scheme. Uh, tell me. You like a good scheme of helping a convicted felon get away? Okay. I've done it before. Everybody <laughs> that works for me at the Tabaxi Zoo is a bunch of dang criminals. I knew you would understand. <laughs> You're all about giving people a, a second chance, or in my case, I think I'm on, what, 15, 15th chance? Uh, yeah, you're pretty much at the end of your rope, Gertie. But, uh, <laughs> listen, as long as you don't try any funny business, I don't want no double, triple crossing like that dang, uh, uh, somebody that worked for me lost their hand. And I see you already got one jelly hand. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, these aren't good. threats, but I'm just saying, I will kill you, Gertie. I don't even know how to double dutch. You're good. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I, I wouldn't. Why would I ever cross a husband, a man I love? Well, you just killed one of them. Listen. Nope, nope. We just went over this, witnessed an accidental death. Yes. Is that drink ready yet? How many dang t- shots is he putting in there? I'm sorry. I just was engrossed in this scene. It was like uh, I was like watching When Harry Met Sally. You know, I just. Are you watching? There's supposed to be a private conversation over here. <laughs> why don't you see your way? He's sipping out of your drink. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, and he, he puts it down. <laughs> Camera pans back, the entire bar is like watching and listening. <laughs> Just someone pops their head like, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Here's your spaghetti for your spaghetti fish bowl. Finally, dang, I took forever. Finally. My gosh, yeah. what'd you have to, 
make the spaghetti fresh? Well, what else would you expect out of a classy joint like this? Come on. They had to scrape spaghetti out of other drinks. Yeah, Cletus just killed a gator earlier today. He just made that gator skitty. Okay, so how about... Gator skitty? As the camera pans away, I tell you the real details of what happened for this quote-unquote murder people say I did. Yeah, listen, Gertie, they're all watching us here. Why don't you whisper it right into this ear, the one right here with 18 Pearsons down the side. Go ahead. Talk right. Oh, God, it's my favorite yeah, one. whisper, whisper. Whisper, whisper. I guess you could say, here I go again, baby. This spaghetti guy puts his ear up next to it as well. <laughs> Time out. Alabast, it's, this is supposed to be a white snake. Yeah. yeah alabaster okay, yes. at an alabaster yes. snake concert. And that's, they did here I go again, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, all, we all heard it. <laughs> we just didn't respond. You know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna sing it into my gun here. I wanna hear it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sow myself out of this one. Sing it for the spaghetti tenders. This here spaghetti tender wants to hear the song too. Gotta sing it. I just lean, I lean in real close. Here I go again. I'm out. Dang, I missed that sweet voice. Oh God. Hey, can we do a little karaoke after our divorce? I say, after our divorce is settled, we come back here, we sing a little bit of karaoke tonight. Oh, I can never say no to you or karaoke. Now, tell me about this plot to get y'all from murders. Whisper, whisper, okay. whisper, whisper, now, whisper, 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 question. whisper. Are you trying to clear your name as if, uh, because you already have been to jail, been convicted of anything, you broke out of jail. So if you're trying to say that uh, you are so like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him <laughs> the whole story because he, A, two things. <laughs> A husband, a husband cannot be tried or questioned against a spouse. So mm. that can help me. And two, what about nine of them. I mean, eight. <laughs> it's a bold assumption that our laws transfer over to the D and D universe. By so the way, wait, so so you're saying you're you're holding, you you're not going to get a divorce until he testifies on your behalf. I'm just saying that if I have to go back to court. A husband cannot testify against a spouse, so I got a protection there. But also, if he's going to be my alibi, he needs to know the whole story to help me find the holes so I can plug them and have a good alibi together. Because is she trying to get, like, an appeal or something? Or? Yeah, what's your goal? Um, what's my goal? Because you've goal already been is... convicted and you broke out of jail. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to prove she's innocent. So or... my, my long run is... I'm probably gonna end up getting picked up somewhere in this universe for being busted out of jail. This is like I'm a, the guess. movie The Fugitive. That's always there. Yeah. <clears throat> However, at that time, I can try and overturn the ruling to prove I was innocent the whole time, and like maybe that's when I can call on you to be on my defense in the future. Gotcha. So you're just sowing potential seeds for for you're just checking all your boxes. I think the word is plot development. Yes. The spaghetti chef like points his chest awkwardly as if he's wearing a cap. <laughs> Why are you standing like that, Demarcus? I make gator meatballs. Gator done. Gator done. <laughs> At this point, your Rocky Talkie is going off to Baxi King. It's a group call, and you see eight very. You could hear the passive aggressiveness through the ringtone. Oh crap! Somebody's blowing up old Cletus Wiener. Uh, dang, I'm getting a <laughs> I'm getting a group text here from all my hubbies. I mean, my prospective hubbies. Hold on, I gotta take this. I, uh... Oh, you got a list of suitors, too, I get it. 
Waka waka waka. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, waka, waka, I, I, she waka, said, waka. yeah, I'll be right there. Waka, 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 All waka. right. If y'all talk at once, I just can't. Waka, 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 oh, the hell with. I'll be right there. You engaged to the Muppets. Bring <laughs> some more sodium. And then I hang up. Well, they're mad. They want me to come on over to the, the courtyard. We got to get going. We got to get over there for the divorce right away. Now that I've heard your plan and I know how diabolical it is, I'll be your alibi. But you got to come over there because I got eight fellers waiting to say eight I do's. Okay. Well, let me just chug the rest of this drink real quick. Do I need a roll for... <laughs> I did just... When I leveled up, I got a better uh, constitution. Give me a constitution check. I, I, you know, I threw a straw in there to drink half of it. Should, yeah, should we both uh, so roll, roll d20s? Roll advantage, too? Gertrude, if he's helping you. I've rolled a 19 plus 3, 21. 22. What is it? <laughs> I, I think she that. is drunk. She just failed the test. <laughs> <laughs> Almost comically so. Like it was an amazing Jonathan magic trick. All of the fluid disappears. <laughs> oh, that reference touches my heart. <laughs> <laughs> in a bad way, right? <laughs> no, yeah. in the best way. Like fake cocaine disappears from a magic Jonathan prop. <laughs> Alcohol disappears from this fishbowl uh, bowl, bowl of liquor. Mmm, that was tasty. Gulp. Gulp. With spaghetti in it. Do not forget the spaghetti. That is the best spaghetti, uh, gator getty, rum fishbowl I done ever stuck a straw I in. I believe it is called a gator getty. Love these gator gettys. You know, normally they do serve them in one of your bras. <laughs> Nothing like a gator getty to forget a your regretty. <laughs> oh, you're so funny, Gertie. Cletus Wiener, Oscar Meyer, and Gertrude long chain of last names, hyphenated last names. <laughs> Way to phone it in. Leave the devil's taint, place fond in their memories, and they head down the block to where divorces are handled for the city. And we're going to leave there. We're going to join the rest of the party, Lothario, Kevin, and Tifi, as they're in the presence of the Oracle of Tampa Bayopolis. Um... Lothario, you seem to actually believe him. What you see is that... I, s I saw my mother in prison, and she was reaching out to me saying, Lothario, come and get me with your new sexy accent. I want you to come save me. My old Lothario, I did not like, but this one, I need you. And I thought, wow, this man is telling the truth. Wow. You, you really do have a new accent. That's amazing. Is this because of the oracle? What's, maybe you can fix my fucking stupid voice. <laughs> Dear God, please. I'm not all powerful. Okay, yes. I canonically, after this, after the vision, Tifi, if you want to reset, you can reset too. That's perfect. Wait, no, time out. I'm going to say uh, Lothario's new voice is because that silver tongue he got as a gift. Oh. <laughs> that raises his charisma. He was just playing with the settings like you can do with Alexa or whatever. Give me the confidence of six Latinos. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what is the deal? You guys are wasting my valuable time. Do you want to know some shit or what? Um, yeah, Oracle. Uh, so I just learned some stuff about my soul and, you know, my origins. Way different than I thought. Um, and so I got a, I got a, a lot to think about. Should, should I tell Gertrude? And what should I tell her? And when should I tell her? I don't know. I have a lot of questions. Okay, listen, listen. I'm... I'm not God. 
okay? I don't know everything. Some shit you gotta work out on your own, alright? We got more important stuff to deal with here, Tief. Oh, okay, so, of course. Bummer, well, but... How do we get out of here? How do we leave this plane? Because we're kind of stuck. Listen. Is, is that important? I... I'm trying not to waste your time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just sensing... stressed out. I'm sensing my time is slipping away, okay? Uh, but I can tell you this. I know the future. And I already knew that you were going to waste the shit out of my shit. So, <laughs> here's the thing. Let me just cut to the chiz ace. Kevin, I I sense that you met uh, a furry creature. Do you remember meeting some sort of a... You met Smilevester, damn it, okay? The Cat Lord. And you... I turned to Lothari. He's very good. See how good... <laughs> I can believe it. I can believe it. Is your intention to take the new vow and become his champion, Kevin? I do. Are we married now? Kevin, you've just wasted more time. Listen, (laughs) I don't know why I asked you anything, but you've also, if you forget, you took an oath of vengeance, Kevin, and that oath must be fulfilled. All right? You need to punish St. Odysseus and get vengeance for all those who died in that suicide cult masquerading as religion. Do you remember that, Kev? Kind of a black Nike suicide sitch. And do you recall that? Yes, but Smarvester told me I was to lead a new brotherhood, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls. (laughs) That is true, but I'm just telling you, you need to fulfill your previous oath before you can take a new vow. Um, I, I'll just take notes. Um, ex-Mr. Oracle, sir, I, don't worry about getting responses from them. I'll just take notes and make sure we stick to it. Just tell me what they have to do and what I have to do. And I'll, I'll just, I'm going to speed up time for you, right? I mean, if that's okay. I sense that I'm getting pissed off, but yes, okay. <laughs> All right, Lothario, I sense a recent change in you. Ha ha, LOL. I've reconnected with my foreign roots, and I am (laughs) in touch with the romantic side of my heart and my loins, and you are welcome. I sense that you have an urgent need to find your children and prevent a great disaster. But I must show you a vision first. Allah, Damien. Edward Johns reaches out his hand and touches Lothario's head. Lothario's eyes turn white. And just then he can see the tattoo on his arm. Clearly he is having an out of body experience. Each name on his forearm is highlighted. And as each one is lit up, it cuts to a tragic scene. First name, it says Elandra. And it cuts to a scene of a girl depressed in her mid twenties in a very abusive relationship, stricken by poverty in a very sad place. 
The next child shows a boy in his teen years, is very depressed, has nobody to turn to, and uh, makes a pact with a dark sorcerer. Vignette after vignette happens, and Lothario can see. And as he's seeing these dark outcomes, it's the Benny Hill music playing in the background. A very out of place. In fact, like he's kind of, you know, as a sadness, he's looking, who, who has control of the speakers? What is happening here? <laughs> And so, Lothario, you come out of this this very jarring vision, uh, one that's kind of forced you to take a look at some of your priorities. Can Edward Johns, at that point, um, pretend to be Doc Brown from Back to the Future 2? <laughs> Lothario, it's your shitty kids! <laughs> <laughs> You've got to go back to the future. Great Scott! My goodness, my goodness, my children! My children, my son! I have you to have save his accent. life! <laughs> what? <laughs> I have to Minions. save my ninos. I have to save my middle ninos from making a pact with the dark side. I have to get to him right now. Hold on, wait. Before you, I don't want you to run off quite yet. Not to be all super nag. I got to show you another vision real quick, Ski. Check it out. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready. And he puts his hand on your head. And you see the city of Des Moines, the thieving city that you grew up in Lothario. Things have changed. This does not look like the same time period. Everything looks more advanced. People are wearing fashion that looks crazy to you. And it looks like the city has advanced several hundred years. This is perhaps some point in the future. And you look in the city square where there still is the statue of Kevin, the clown slayer. (laughs) But on top of that statue, is as if another statue has been added onto it. You see a statue of Lothario riding on Kevin's shoulders and holding a, and looks like he's making it rain. <laughs> and you zoom in on the placard and it has a year that's many hundreds of years in the future. And it says, in memoriam of Lothario della Pulga, Des Moines' proudest son, the greatest leader the Thieves Guild has ever had, proud father, wonderful son. Must be a different Lothario. <laughs> I, I, is, uh, yeah, is, is that me? Yeah, how'd I'm, you like that? Pretty sweet vis, huh? I, I am so honored. I, I, why am, why am I on his shoulders, though? Listen, I can't tell you too much without affecting the future. You know how that goes. What is, what is going on? Why does everybody love me so much? Why would I be a statue of me? I mean, I mean, I am good looking, but not that good looking. Come on. <laughs> he was that good looking. <laughs> I can just tell Howard you, voice. you're going to play a large part in the events to come, and if you happen to somehow survive, that's your future. But do I help? Do I help my son? Can you tell me that? Do I that's, help him, please? That's more info than I can, uh, Tiffy. He's wasting my time. I don't like how you're not answering my questions. Tiffy, what did you need last but not least? Son of a bitch. I mean, um... Mr. Oracle, sir, what do I need to do to fulfill my oath of vengeance? So, first off, what you're going to want to do is get what's called a dictionary and look up vengeance, okay? <laughs> it's uh, it's basic. you got to go find St. Adesis. You want to go to the south, take a left, uh, yada, 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 GPS, and find him, St. Adis, and kill his ass, probably. I don't know. You look up vengeance. I shall smite his ass. Mmm, consider him smote. I mean, I could see the future, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
My favorite part of having cameras is how many times Sara Lee shakes her head in disappointment at us all. <laughs> Tiffy, you already know what you have to do. But I mean, if you need to ask, let's hear it, little buddy. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to take advantage of your powers to help me with my personal problems. There's much bigger fish to fry. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, but if you could just clarify for I kind of know, but if you could just say it. What if I say it in a really dramatic way, like this? Seek the witch in the swamp. Huh? How about that? Wait. Seek the witch. I, if you want to leave this I mean, realm, seek the witch in the swamp. Also, your daughter Gertrude needs your help immediately. She can be found in the cities, um, in the uh, in the in the divorce court. Quick question, Damien. Yes. I forget. Do do we know that she's his daughter? No. No. Okay, so real quick, Kevin. I'm sorry, did you say daughter Gertrude? Did I say too much? Break the game? My bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, yeah, Tiffy's, Tiffy's boys can swim. So he's, I mean. he's a father. <laughs> he's got a daughter named Trude, and she's headed to divorce court. Her life is in so, danger, though, and not from divorce court, I don't think, but maybe. Who knows? Dun-dun-dun-dun. Damn it, does, I mean, I know she's my soul's daughter, but does she really my daughter? Do I mean it? Because, like, it's Gertrude. Do I really? Oh, my God. Uh... Off in the distance, back to Gertrude, walking to court, like, <laughs> I feel like I, uh... Just disappointed somebody, but I don't remember what I've done. Oh, like that would even register for her. <laughs> That's funny. I've got this tingling sensation. Oh, oh. pass. <laughs> Always does. So, Tiffy, if you could put that uh, agonizing moan into the form of a question, maybe I can help you. How do I process this shit? <laughs> I just found out that I'm supposed to be Chet Blanket, Gertrude's father. I mean, Loretta's doing all right, but I, but, uh... Yeah, I know that's like a big deal that you were a dude and you were betrayed and turned into a robot and stuff, but your daughter's about to die in like 10 minutes. So you might want to mosey. 10 minutes? Yeah, ten you don't have minutes. a lot of time. Uh, you kind of wasted most of mine, so get. <laughs> well, shh. I thought you could have been more clear about that. Okay, well, fuck. Better move. All right, yeah. The witch, where's the witch again to get out of here after, real Seek quick? the witch in the swamp. Which witch? Which swamp? We're in the Florida. It's all swamp. <laughs> it's, it's all I'll tell you what. Swamp. Here's what I'm going to do. Have you ever seen a video game? I'm going to mark it on the map. <laughs> Bing! TV, there's a question mark somewhere in like the swamp to the northeast on your internal map. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, all right, Lothario, Kevin, let's get going. Gertrude's in trouble, apparently. And apparently she's my daughter, so, yeah. <laughs> this is the dramatic way it comes out. <laughs> is he gonna go back to his wife I can't wait for that scene like when he comes back he's like I went out for cigarettes and now I'm a robot <laughs> <laughs> the tobacco 
the the tabaxi's out of the bag. We gotta ah. get going, guys. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Damien, but I believe this is now the second time in which they've known I'm in grave danger, grave <laughs> danger, and have taken their sweet time grave, to come and get me. How drunk are you? <laughs> to be fair, you are Gertrude. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the first time you were out of town getting a webby, <laughs> so we had to figure out something to do. Well, that's a nice plug right there. Thank you for that <laughs> you one. You were going to be back yes. for a week. They couldn't go rescue you. I just want you guys to know that this, the creator of Gertrude, won a Webby. <laughs> and I love and that. here I am for puns. And I love that somehow Sarah is still bitter that we took our time to save Gertrude, even <laughs> though it was for, like, outer, outer world reality situation. No, but then her. you guys totally bailed the plot anyway. We zoom out. Laters. The Tabaxi King and... Gertrude come upon a massive Greek-looking structure. There's ionic columns, 100-step staircase leading up to this big ancient Greek-looking structure. Gertrude, you've been here many times before. This is Divorce Court. Ah, good old Divorce Court. There are torches lining both sides of the stairway and leading into a dark hallway. There is a cloaked figure you can't really see what race he is at the entrance. Very tall, very muscular male. If you look to the left of this pillar, that's where I carved my name at my first divorce. <laughs> oh, hey, you also put your height. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to know if I would grow any. You got shorter. Meth will do that to you. That was a shitload <laughs> of stairs. I need a quick cigarette before we go in for this divorce. Okay, that's fair. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna... Mosey around. Could you, uh, real Stare. quick before you do that, could you, uh, sprinkle some quote unquote dandruff on this cigarette, please? Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're trying to make a, trying to make a, a dander bliff? Yeah, here you go. All right, I'll be right in. <laughs> There's a, uh, a, either a court clerk or a bailiff lounging about. He sees Gertrude. He's like, hey, Gertrude is back. Get the paperwork ready. <laughs> <laughs> she knows him by first name. Hey. Guess who's back? Back again. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> Divorce courts, your cheers. <laughs> Just finger guns to everybody. Finally, you uh, reach this cloaked figure. Gertrude, you've returned. Great to see you. Ah. Hey, how you doing, Bill? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing great. The kids, you know, the wife and kids are a lot, but what are you going to do? <laughs> It's, it still amazes me to this day, Bill, that you, out of all the people here at Divorce Court, single longest marriage I've ever known. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, uh, once you see so many people throw away marriage all the time, it th makes you really appreciate what you have. They can't all be winners. Gertrude, I must warn you, uh, do you, you know what lies ahead. Uh, do you know? And he turns to, uh, the Tabaxi King. Uh, no, I can't say that I do, and, uh... Who are you, by the way? My name is Cletus Wiener Oscar Meyer. Nice to make your acquaintance on these stairs. Bill, he is gonna pop your divorce cherry. I am Bill. I will be your guide through what is to come. If you are ready, we may begin the divorce proceedings. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> what does Bill look like? Is he bald? Uh, he is wearing a cloak at the moment. It's hard to see, but now that you're closer to him, you can see from his face, it looks like he's a Goliath from the markings on his face. And you're a tall drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. If you are ready, follow me. 
I guess so. Let's go. He leads you down the hallway into darkness. As you continue down this hallway, the torchlight becomes dimmer and dimmer for you too. You can just hear Bill's footsteps ahead of you. Dang it, why so dim in here? Gertie, why they make it so dang dim? Because you usually don't want to look at the person you're about to divorce. <laughs> you keep going until you notice the texture under your feet. It has changed from a hard stone floor into one that feels, it would be foreign to most of you, but to us, it would feel like carpet. Gertie, this ain't no moon. Nah, it's the fun, squishy floor they got. I don't want to run a black light over that. We need to pay their light bill. <laughs> you hear Bill's voice. Stand where you are. The proceedings will begin shortly. And you hear his footsteps walk off. On carpet? Carpeted floor. He's a Goliath. <laughs> he weighs a lot. <laughs> you are sitting in darkness for what seems like an eternity until finally you hear... Cletus Wiener and Gertrude, you come to us today seeking an annulment of your union. Is it is it really an annulment? Because I know we did stuff both above and below the pants. Like I thought I it was a divorce. Are we in the wrong place? <laughs> They're in the wrong place. Yeah, I thought this was a capital divorce. Why is it so dark? Is this how it goes with annulment? God, even TGI Applebee's got better lighting than this. I do appreciate the carpeting in this section, though. We shall take that as a yes. And the lights flicker on, and as they do, you see a studio audience before you. You see a couple of chairs to your left and right, and a table in front of you. Uh, You see a small gnomish man with glasses. Is this gnomish, Dr. Phil? Nope, but you're not too far off. Damn it! (laughs) Uncle Phil. Yeah, Phil. (laughs) I'm on the Fresh Prince train. The gnome with the microphone in his hand says, They want a divorce here? Well, let's give it to them on the Gary Winter Show. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys take a seat. Gary, 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 Gary. Bill takes off his cloak. And, and you see uh, that large Goliath man. He has no shaved head. He's, uh, he's wearing a black polo shirt with Gary Winter. I knew it. Written on uh, the lapel. Oh, he's going to break us up when we fight. I've seen this show. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, audience, calm down for a moment. All right. All right. Uh, uh, Gertrude, Mr. Cletus Wiener, have a seat. Have a seat. Well, thank you. Uh, welcome to the Feywilds divorce proceedings. Here in the Feywild, we like to televise our divorces because it's a lot of fun to all the trash who lives in the Feywild, so. If I if I can just interrupt you. Hey, Mom, how you doing? I'm on TV again. <laughs> I don't think this is ethical. And look at me who's saying the word ethical. It's her first TV appearance since uh, the video of Faye's Gone Wild. <laughs> I told you I'd clean up my act, Mom. Hey. As you can see, we have a fan favorite, Gertrude's back. This is her eighth time back. Let's get a round of applause for Gertrude. All right, we were finally able to get the stains out of the carpet from her last appearance, so this is perfect. She showed up. Make more stains. Make more stains. Make more stains. I gotta say, this is some homecoming. (laughs) Mr. Oscar Wiener, I know this is your first time here. I am the host of your divorce proceedings, Mr. Gary Winters. 
We like to make our divorces as entertaining as possible, so we like to bring out people uh, from U2's past and bring them out and like to uh, see the conflict. And uh, if you uh, survive the conflict that happens, uh, you know, you get a divorce. Don't worry, we don't let things get too out of hand. Yeah, they've only had like two people die on the show before. I feel like I should be signing some sort of waiver here. Too late. We've started. Well, let's get the proceedings started, shall we? Gertrude and Mr. Cletus Weiner. It says here that your union lasted four days. It's Dr. Cletus Weiner to you. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Dad, when'd you go back to school? (laughs) I've never been to school. You really did better yourself. (laughs) I used to be the mayor of Cincinnati. (laughs) That's true. During your f- wedding, which I believe canonically uh, repre- uh, looks somewhat like the 1980s, you guys were wed for four days at an Alabaster Snake concert. Now, Mr. Cletus Weiner, do you remember a pet <laughs> that you had at the time? Mr. Antonio, the tabaxi? How can I forget? Because he remembers you. Come on out, Antonio! <laughs> great! A tiger-looking tabaxi. He's very upper body heavy in his musculature. I skip leg day every day! I need Jesse and Sarah Lee to roll for initiative. 16. I got 21. Whoever comes out is going to get a surprise round on you. Well, if it isn't Antonio! Oh, hey, long time no see! Yeah, it was a long time you left me in the car, and that was not great! (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know what? This is what I remember. He really only has one thing he just says all the time, and it got pretty annoying. Yeah, and he's got a real bad cereal addiction. Oh, yeah. I guess you could say it. Nope, I don't have a pun there. Sorry. (laughs) I guess you could. Uh, You you say that was annoying. You know what got annoying? All of of your unwanted advances and trying to get me to sleep with y'all. And when I refused, you locked me in a car. That was not great. I mean, most people would take that as a compliment because we thought you were great looking, but you know, I didn't, I didn't know you were gonna get so offended. Yeah, I don't know what your beef is. I mean, you're the, you're the one that wanted to get in a car with us. We, we were like, nah, how about a bed? There's just something about a car and the spontaneousness of it. Sorry, you can't roll. Antonio the Dabaxi gets a surprise attack round, claw plus seven. So he rolled a 21 to hit on, uh, let's say he attacks the Tabaxi King, his former owner and friend. Dang! He rolled a 21 to hit. That hit the Tabaxi King. And he rolled a seven for his second attack. I'm guessing that misses. Uh, yeah. Antonio the Tiger, after exchanging some words coming in, walks right up to the Tabaxi King and does an open palm slap with his Tabaxi hand. Ah! into the Tabaxi King's face. Dang, you scratched me with your little fingernail. Look at you. Now I probably gotta get a tetanus shot, you weirdo. You swore you'd protect me and you left me in a car. Gertrude, you're up. I don't wanna like kill this dude. Do it. I'm gonna kill a tiger. Gertrude, you've been on this show before and you know that from your experience, the fights never get out of hand too bad because uh, Bill breaks it up. Can I use my ability, my reaction, uh, Uncanny Dodge? When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attacker's damage against you? Uh, yes. 
I'm going to do that. So I just take four then. The Dabaxi King rolls with the slap and avoids most of the damage. It's not his first time upsetting somebody and getting slapped. I'm quicker than I look. Okay. I'm going to roll for my dagger and I rolled a 20. <laughs> okay. Roll, uh, Holy roll for crap. Damage. She's pulling out weapons. Piercing damage five. I, you know what? Listen, between you and me. I already know we're probably going to have a lot of people who come on this show. Let's just get this over with now, and we can just move this along. Should we just stab them all? <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it. How do you think we got the stains in the first place? I've never seen stabbings on this show. That's when they cut to commercial. The audience goes, more stains, more stains, <laughs> more, more stains, stains, more stains. Jabaxi King and Antonio are, uh, after he was slapped, are now, they're scuffling around. The chair fell over, you know, they fell over the chair. The chair flipped over and Gertrude pulls out her dagger. She stabs Antonio in the back. <laughs> that was close. It was a trailer park hell no. It wasn't meant to kill. It was just meant to. <laughs> just to get the argument to stop. Just, just to make a point. Wow. But a bump. Antonio holds his back and stands up. Point made! Point made! Literally, that was a sharp point. Ow! How'd that feel? Did it feel good or better? How would you think, on a scale of one to, you know, fantastic, where would you, how would you, what adjective would you use for the feeling of the stabbing? Was it not? I tell you what, it felt better than you guys hitting on me nonstop against my will and then leaving me in a hot car. That's how it felt to Baxi King. You're trash. You're trash. You're going down. You're going down, trash. You're trash to Baxi King. I was trying to set you up for a not great, but that's all right. I... Okay, I'm trash. I get it. I have an ability called hide in plain sight. Yeah, I just feel like my guy's kind of cowardly, so I maybe would try to vanish. I try to hide behind uh, like one of the really uh, like larger attendants in the audience. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go for like a plant. <laughs> yeah, or a plant. <laughs> we're gonna say for your ability, you uh, throw some bath salts in Antonio's <laughs> eyes. I saved a bag of her dandruff <laughs> to blind him for a second, and then immediately you jump behind. Oh, you jump behind Bill. Okay. Hide me, Bill. <clears throat> I'm gonna hide behind you, Bill. And we're gonna say that Antonio gets one more attack. He is going to do a claw attack at Gertrude. He rolled a nine. My armor class is 16. He swings with his claws and he whiffs at Gertrude. Yeah, I'm, I'm meant to miss. You're not worth <laughs> my my attention. You're you're nothing. You stole him from me. You <laughs> temptress. You're garbage. I hate you. I picture Gertrude dodging the swing like like uh, in the Matrix, but while she's lighting a cigarette. Just add so much peace and relax. <laughs> <laughs> so misses that attack. The Antonio gets up and starts grappling with Gertrude again. You know, they're pulling each other's hair. They're not doing any damage. And at that point, Bill steps in to break it up. Gary Winters, excellent job, Bill. You're the best security guy in the business. A way to break it up right when ratings are the highest, when drama is the highest. I love it. Nobody gets hurt too bad. Just a trailer park hell no every once in a while by the way the crowd's going wild as antonio's blood stains are leaking onto the carpet gertrude's like signing autographs in the front row huh. yeah thank you thank you got still got the technique <laughs> bill takes antonio and leads him away antonio come with me antonio's like did i do a good job i, I, I hyped it up enough right <laughs> 
<laughs> like a kid. Dad, dad. Uh, yes, yes. Well, and remember, everybody who appears on on uh, the uh, the Gary Winter show uh, uh, gets the Gary Winter's uh, home version of the show to play at home, to start shit with family members, to deal with drama that way in the most dramatic way possible, <laughs> all in your own home. Is Gertrude such a reoccurring person? She's like in the in the instruction manual of the the board game. Just like how to start a fight. <laughs> It's Gertrude shitting on the pixelated out uh, on the home version of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a Cartman. <laughs> uh, that was Antonio, everybody. Uh, we give a big round of applause for Antonio. And the crowd claps. <laughs> that was great. Boo! Well, uh, as it turns out, that, that uh, after you guys said it, it wasn't meant to be, there were many years where you guys didn't see each other. That's I understand. But it, your love wasn't done hurting others. <laughs> Cletus Weiner, I know for a fact there are eight gentlemen in your life who are hurting right now because of you and Gertrude's love. Oh, crap. And the fact that you haven't gotten a divorce. That's right. Now, we couldn't get all of them to attend, but I was able to get the fiercest and most fabulous of your eight husbands. I got five of them. Please welcome your fabulous five husbands. And out walks five gentlemen who look a lot like uh, our world's fabulous five, the Queer Eye crowd. <laughs> Jonathan's the funny one. Walking out from stage left, you guys see five of the fiercest and most fabulous people. Cletus Wiener, you know that on the left, you see your fiance, Bobby the Wizard. Uh, you know he's great at decorating your home Bobby. and really making sure all the feng shui's there. I love Bobby. Next, you see the... The truth is, if he actually married the Fab Five, <clears throat> he would be totally cured of all his Tiger Kingisms. Next, you see Tom, the warlock. He has olive skin. He's fabulously dressed. He has... Uh, I thought you were saying he has olives, like mm. just a handful of olives. <laughs> <laughs> olives in one hand... <laughs> which he just snacks on to keep wonderfully fit. And he is the best dressed of all of them. Next, you see Jonathan the rogue with his long, flowing, dark hair. He has little knives that look like throwing daggers. And then he presses a button. He's able to use them as scissors. They're like little scissors that when he closes them, they're knives. You see Karamo the paladin in his shiny armor. Looks great. And you see uh, Antony the bard. He's usually the cook in the household. Uh, he makes sure that He's uh, my least everybody's favorite. eating right. Karamo... And Antony rush to you, Cletus Wiener, hold you back. <laughs> hold me, fellas. You're not able to fight. I couldn't fight you if I wanted to. I love you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bobby, Ton, and Jonathan look at Gertrude, and Jonathan goes, ah, So you're the skank who was the reason we couldn't get married? <laughs> and look at that hair. <laughs> ah, ugh. Uh, Cletus Wiener, darling, is this the tramp who's standing in the way of our love? Unacceptable. We're going to give her an evil makeover. Yeah, great. In fact, <laughs> could you kill her? I love the idea of Gertrude being able to look any worse than she Yeah, I was does. thinking that, too. <laughs> like an evil makeover? This might be a challenge for them, too. They rolled a 12, so we're going to say that they're third in the order. They do get a surprise round. The rogue Jonathan snaps his fingers. He appears right behind Gertrude. Gertrude, you turn around as if to slap and attack back, but you just feel his wonderful fingers on your scalp. Tell me, Dish, 
What was he like? He wants <laughs> to hear all about your day. But what you don't see and what all the audience can see is that he is giving your hair an acid bleach and giving it the worst cut job. He's giving you bangs, but not only that, but the bangs are like, it's on a slant. Yeah, but his worst haircut is still pretty good. <laughs> no, but as someone who's had crooked bangs, that's something that lasts for months. Hard for me to imagine Jonathan not making you fashionable. I just... Yeah. But, uh, this, he's using his powers for evil. He's, he's bleach... Ble- uh, he's acid bleaching her hair. At that point, you see your, your scalp start to burn. Hey, what are you doing up there? It's kind of... Bur- you smell something burning? And he backflips away. He rolled a 19. Does that hit? Um, my armor's 16. Gertie, he got to you. Do you believe in yourself now? Oh, God. Get me a mirror. Get me a mirror. Once you see the mirror, then all of a sudden you take 10 points of psychic damage as you look at your blonde (laughs) hair, murdered hair. What have you done? Is this like the Fab Five can cause equal help or damage to your self-esteem? Oh my gosh. While that was happening, Tom was doing his attack. He rolled a... Oh no! Be careful! Gertie, don't touch his beautiful face! (laughs) He rolled an 18. That hits... He's using his uh, mage hands, and he is tearing away pieces of your outfit, sewing on other pieces of fabric. He is making you parachute pants. You will not, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, me. Yeah, still a step up for Gertie, I think. <laughs> still an improvement. Listen, I might not be the top of the fashion, but I am not tacky. He made your outfit look terrible. But is it one of those t-shirts where it's like, I went to Bermuda and all I got was this t-shirt. <laughs> Gertrude, you take seven psychic damage when you see your outfit in the mirror. You've made me hideous. How much damage does the audience take for seeing it? <laughs> the mirror just breaks. The audience <laughs> is loving all of this. This is, the audience is hooting and hollering. Oh, woo. Gary, 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 Gary. Gertrude episodes are always the best. This is great. <laughs> uh, Gertrude, you're up. I am going to shit. Don't touch Tan Fran's face. Whoever's the closest. I'm going to start with the hair guy. Jonathan, the hair guy is the closest. Yes. Oh, okay. My dagger, I rolled a 27. Oh, no. My piercing damage is five. That hits. I'll show you a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> You grab a big chunk of his luscious locks on the right side of his head by his ear, and you cut it away, and you now have a big chunk of his hair in his hand. He looks in the mirror, and it does... I hope he looks like a toddler who got a pair of scissors and just has, like, unmatching (laughs) levels sticking everywhere. You also got a piece of ear. (laughs) My bad. I didn't mean to do that. You bitch! Ugh! Bobby, look what you did to my hair. Ton, killer. You still look great, John. You know what? I have such confidence that I know I could pull this off. It doesn't matter, but it's still, it's it's hurtful. Is he wearing high heel shoes while he's trying to fight? <laughs> <laughs> he's dressed as a devilish rogue. He's in like black leather, but he is pulling it off. Jonathan always wears the high heels. That's why. I love the show, okay? I'm amazed at how many, like, how deep you know. I love the show. It's a great show. It's, it's amazing. It's a great show that is uplifting. Oh, always makes me cry and then feel better about humans. After you cut off Jonathan's hair, he goes into a rage and throws himself at you. And Bobby and Ton also throw themselves at you. There's a scrum in the middle of the stage. Are we just cat fight slapping each other? 
Yeah, you're holding hair. Uh, no, you're being held back by the other two. You can say whatever you want, but... Uh, can I cast Fog Cloud so that they are fighting in a in a fog cloud so that it looks real like everyone's scrapping inside of a cloud? Like a cartoon? <laughs> yeah, like a cartoon. Just like elbows Heath, sticking like, out? Yeah, just exactly. Like Heath, Heathcliff? <laughs> what is the cartoon <laughs> yeah. where they fought like Andy Cap or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Heathcliff. Heathcliff, yeah. okay. They used to do that with the roller roller skate cats. And be a cloud and then a bunch of yeah. cat fists. So I cast this fog cloud. <laughs> All right, excellent. Handicap's a great reference, by the way. Fog cloud is, is cast. At that point, nobody can see anything who they're fighting. <laughs> but more importantly, <laughs> Gary Winter and the audience can't see what's happening on stage. Uh-oh. This is unacceptable. Bill, Bill, get up there. Go go fix that fog and go break up that fight. Boo! Boo! Gary, Gary, Gary. Boo! Security staff are pulling away as the fog is being cleared, and his Bill and his security staff pull away the Fab Five. This isn't over. My hair will get vengeance. Don't hurt Tan France. In the fog, we're going to say that Jonathan, using his scissors knives, was able to cut his hair and correct it and make it look fabulous. That's just unfair. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, not a fan of that. <laughs> his ear is still bleeding, though. His ear is still bleeding. Add that to my stain list. <laughs> the stage is clear again. Cletus Wiener and Gertrude are bleeding. That's a name. Don't wear it out. All right. Uh, we have one more guest for you guys, and then your divorce is final. Gertrude. This has actually been kind of fun. We're married <laughs> one time that you shouldn't have. One time uh, after this marriage. Is that true? You're going to have to be a little bit more specific about that. <laughs> Does the name Trucker mean anything to you? Hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. I I don't remember you ever sinking this low before on your show, Gary. You've always <laughs> been a man of decency. I've always had respect for you. We had that partnership for the board game. I just, you know, can we ixnay on the felony correctional unit ixnay stay? Unlike Cletus Wiener's relationship, our show has no bottom. We will do anything. (laughs) 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 Triple slam joke of the night. There is, we saved the best drama for last. Gertrude. <laughs> You're going to bring out Trucker. Now, we all know it is fact. It has been established. You uh, were accused and convicted of killing your husband. What if I told you, though, that your husband's very angry brother was here in the studio today? Oh, shit. Are you, Gary, Gary, are you crazy right now? Gary, he will literally kill Yeah, him. but think of the ratings. You can't have that on the show. We got Bill. That nobody's no, killing. No, will get kicked off the air. Forever. Nobody's uh, in Fantasy Florida, really? I get an award for things like this. No, no, but we got Bill. Bill <laughs> is fine. Nobody's. Let me tell you about awards, Gary. They're all an illusion, and you have to pay for your own statue in the end anyway, okay? <laughs> okay, I hear what you're saying. One second. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> to the stage, Tracker! <laughs> oh my god, Gary, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> Coming out onto stage, you see an Eladrin man, but this Eladrin man has a thick, full beard. And it is, you've never seen uh, an elf, let alone an Eladrin with a beard. And not only that, but he has uh, several brothers, cousins, whatever, family members who come out with him and they all have thick beards as well. 
Okay, that's not fair. You didn't say we could bring an entourage. I don't know the show well at all because graduated high school, but they look a lot like the people from Duck Dynasty, and that's about where the similarities <laughs> between them and the show uh, end. That hurts me because I love that show. God damn it. Yeah, they're wearing real tree <laughs> camouflage leather armor. Camo, how am I supposed to see them, Gary? Uh-huh. You can hear them. They keep blowing them duck whistles. <laughs> <laughs> Tracker comes out and locks eyes with Gertrude. Oh, you, girl, I've been waiting for this. And he pulls out a big hunting knife and gets his attack in. Ooh, boys, I'm about to get vengeance for our can. He rolled a natural 20. Oh, crap. <laughs> 32 damage. Gary, you're trying to get me killed, Gary? Not so much. Uh, the audience just watched a trained, hardened killer walk up to Gertrude and uh, cut her across her belly with a knife, with a big, powerful slap. No! Fuck Ernie! Don't hurt her! You happy, Gary? You happy? He tried to gut me like a goddamn fish! If I'm being held back by Bill or something, I want to break free, like, No, don't hurt my Gertie Askins! I do love her so! Summon, come to me, my jungle friends! And I cast Conjure Animals. And we reworked this spell, so instead of summoning like a boar, we're going to say that you summon some miniature tigers. I create a bunch of tiny tiger cubs that I've kept chained up. Chained up? (laughs) (laughs) You chained by the neck. Don't hurt my Gertie! (laughs) Go, tigers, go! As you summon them, you see the rest of Tracker's family step up, and you see a couple of them take off their shirts, and they go, ooh, tiger wrestling, woo! And they're engaged with the, uh, and a couple of them are engaged with the animals. By the way, those are all for sale after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to do my ring of ram. Trucker, there's only one way I can get you with what you know best. A truck. <laughs> You're talking to Tracker, by the way. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, your girl rolled an 18 and then had a seven modifier. <laughs> 25. Hey, whoa, Tracker's my brother. I know what you're talking about. Hey, Tracker, ram you. Bob, ram you. As green energy leaves Gertrude's ring, you see the spectral Dodge Ram that Gertrude has summoned many times before. It revs its engine as Gertrude uh, does her best Green Lantern impersonation. She does like a karate punch in the air. And as she does it, the Dodge Ram takes off. It slams right into Trucker, dealing 15 damage. Please tell me it leaves the logo imprinted. (laughs) It leaves a Ram logo on Trucker's midsection as he goes flying back 10 feet pretty savagely. (laughs) Tracker gets back up. It is his turn. He uh, pulls out the knife. Oh, oh, listen, I don't know what that uh, contraption was that you just hit me with, girly, but he pulls out his knife and takes another step forward. He is going to do his attack now. Uh, He rolled a 19, and it's going to be like plus 12, so we're going to say it hits. He does 14 damage. Swear to God, Gary, if I die on this show, my ghost is going to come back and haunt the shit out of you. (laughs) This time, takes the knife and throws it into your leg. It's just sticking in the meat in your uh, thigh. Oh my God. (laughs) And he's walking up to go get the knife as you're screaming in pain. And the audience is kind of, uh, the audience at this point is shocked. Like, Ah! 
This is more than a flesh wound. I can't believe you've done this eight <laughs> times before, Gertie. It's never gone like this. Gary Winter looks over at Bill. Hey, uh, this is going pretty far. You think, Gary? You think? Bill's like, yeah, it sweeps weak. Bill walks up to Tracker to uh, try to break things up. One of Tracker's brothers shoots an arrow from just off camera and it pierces Bill's face, goes in his eyeball God. and out through the back of his head. Damn. Bill falls to the ground. The entire audience stands up and starts rushing out. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time, Gertrude. As he pulls the knife from your leg and it starts cleaning it off on his shirt. Do you have any last words? Yeah, somebody get me a tourniquet. And at that point, he kills Gertrude uh, because the other party didn't leave on time. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. <laughs> because the silence is broken as Tracker and Gertrude turn their head when they hear Tifi yell, Stay away from my daughter! <laughs> and I think that is where we're going to end the episode today. Wow. Bijan, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Bijan Mustafavi, where can people find you? Uh, they could find me at home right now, but online they could find me at Bijan Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any social media. It's just Bijan Comedy, B-I-J-A-N. Dave <laughs> Callens, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram, at Sharkadile. Clint Beiser, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me uh, just crying and, and in self-defeat. Lots of lots of existential crisis going on right now. I'll be fine, though. Everything's good. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on the internets at uh, Clint Beicher on most social media platforms. And That's message him to make sure he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? You can just find me at Sarah Lee Magic. Jesse Egan, great NPC work today again. Where can people find you? Uh, thanks. You can find me at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. Thanks for having me, man. That was really fun. Your NPCs were great. <laughs> Thank you. Cut that. Definitely cut that. Clint, I just, no. Gotta keep that. And be sure to check out Jesse's comedy special. It's on Dry Bar Comedy, right, Jesse? Yes, sir. That's the spirit. You can reach me at Dungeon Mercado, or you can reach out to the show at Awful D&D. Drop us a line. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. Uh, it's the way the show grows. Uh, and we love hearing from you guys on Instagram or Twitter. And if you're looking for another podcast out there, check out Science Faction. It's a comedy science podcast. It is the week's science news with some humor that we hope you like thrown in. All right, everybody, that's the end of the show. We hope you liked listening. We hope you like listening. Uh, later, nerds. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Just wanted to take a minute to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers. 
aka my laundry list of lovers. First shout out goes out to Dirty Dwayne Donovan, who donned me in a van. Next is Fred Milano, my chocolatey, crumbly cookie of a man. Mmm. Then we got Chance Deason. And what can I say? I took a chance, and it was decent. Natasia Yagrain, who was permanently Yagrained in my heart. Christopher Skelton, who turned my skeleton into butter just by looking at me. Quezon Esco Beetle, who took me to Beetle. Or Beto. Is it Esco Beto? Esco Beto would be better for this pun. But that's okay. Matthew R. I never got your last name, but you are unforgettable. Tesso full of bees. Who, you guessed it, filled my tussle with bees. And then the anaphylactic shock kicked in, but you know, it was still worth it. Christopher Waltrip, who gave me a trip up a wall. Amanda defies gravity. Rebecca Throop. I wanna Throop, Throop. Here I go, here I go, here I go. I wanna Throop, baby Throop. Mmm. Jessica out beer. Did you know beer is another word for coffin? Which makes sense, cause I just about die every time you look at me. Lynette DeBell, who rang my bell and then cracked it. What can I say? I'm damaged goods, y'all. Jay Baker and his Baker's dozen, my little Hawaiian roll for abs, Jason. That's your full name now, Jay. You're gonna be my Jason. Rick Turpin, who turned my heart turpentine. Sometimes love feels like acid reflex. Lindsay Taylor, who tried to tailor my heart, but only broke it. I'll miss you, Lindsay. And last, we got Malleus Vomentum. Vomentum? Vomentum. I don't know. All I know is that last name's got Tums in it, and I finally needed some Tums for this acid reflux. If you too want to join our Patreon subscribers, or be on the Gertrude's laundry list of lovers, you can find us on Patreon.com under Awful Neutral. And you can give today to become a member of the Gertrude's Dudes. <laughs>